Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Yes, we're here, we're in the basement, and I'm just going to adjust this camera. You know what, I keep on meaning to actually buy a camera, um, because I realize how bad the camera is on my computer and i drive by a best buy at least three to five times a week like and i'm not talking about on the highway i drive by it on like a normal road and i just forget because i have 15 things on my mind and all that and my guess just remind me of something i gotta do god damn i love coffee um but i got bummed out today because I found out somebody who I chatted with once or twice, and you know we've, we we kind of poked fun at each other. Um, they passed away, and they passed away of addiction. And I want to—I've said this once or twice here on this podcast. If anybody here is struggling with addiction, um, please get a hold of me. Like, doesn't matter where you are in the country. I know people everywhere. Um, I'm sober 20 years and I am I perfect. Fuck. No, absolutely not. Do I have a way that works for me? Yes. Does it work for everybody? No, but, um, I'm going to the daggers rally and this has kind of been my thing. If I have, if I'm, uh, find the opportunity, I go to meetings at rallies. Like that's kind of my thing. I did in I took somebody to a meeting at Tampa. I, snuck out during the zero swap meet and did a meeting because i i love that shit dude it's something i don't talk about here because that's a part of my life that's um i'm anonymous and (laughs) and i i'm skating on that side of breaking my anonymity but you know what i i want to help people and when i hear people when friends or associates or whatever pass away from addiction, I feel like I failed. And I'm a sensitive fucking pee, as everybody is. If you listen to the show long enough, you come to realize that. But whatever. Um, I got out and played some mopeds this weekend. It was great. I um, discovered possibility why I blew up uh, a bike the other week. I fucking destroyed uh, V-Force Reblock. Just destroyed it. And I'm like... How that happened, I don't know. I'm talking with some engineers at um, the co- at V-Force. I forget the damn company. I'm talking to them now like we're going through all the motions. Just maybe I'll get a warranty. I don't know. But, yeah, I just like, have you ever seen this before? They're like, nope. And I'm like, well, let's talk. Um, but, yeah, New Jake got out. And, you know, everybody knows I love to bust New Jake's balls, and I will. And I'll continue to because it's fun because he's a good sport about it and Jake, I, I like you. You got a punchable face, don't get me wrong, but I like you. Um, Jake took us out. It was, you know what? It was a fun little rip. He threw out, he threw in a farm, which made me kind of happy. And he, I don't know if we were supposed to be there because I thought I saw it was the one of the farms on the University of Minnesota campus. I thought I saw campus security coming our way. I don't know, but it reminded me of my Ute. And I grew up in rural southern Minnesota. And I also, my babysitter as a child 
had chickens. And yes, in the fall, I helped butcher chickens as a child. So some more traumatic experiences me for me as a child. Hey, whatever, dude. But no, we all went out. We nobody broke down. Um, you know what? That's awesome that Jake had the gumption to get out and try to do it. He had some, you know, it was me, him, Garrett from the cast rollers, Jake Kane. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but it doesn't matter. Um, I feel like, oh, Steve. Yeah, old Steve. I love him. Great guy. But, yeah, got out, played mopeds, start working on my Grand Prix again. Um, Doing some reblock stuff, waiting for my carb to show up because I tried to get away with not having clamp-style carb, and I got to do that. So, whatever. Treatline will deliver when it gets here. Um, Yeah, I just, it's kind of getting status quo again, man. Mopeds are happening. It's springtime in Minnesota. It's 40 degrees now, so, uh, you know, whatever. But everybody's getting really excited for the Dagger's Rally. I think, you know, eh, I, I saw the Trash Pandas had their rally. Um, Joe won the raffle bike. Uh, Jess Smog won an odd award, but, you know, Jess is awesome, so any award she wins is great. Um, I'm glad they had a successful rally, and hopefully they have another. I'm all about that shit. But... I'm, I feel like I'm getting long in the tail here in my shit, so I'm just going to have my guest introduce himself. Hey, how's it going, everyone? My name is Trevor McGrath. Uh, I'm from Buffalo, New York, and uh, I have no club affiliation, um, but I am possibly looking at hopefully getting some people uh, people together up here soon. Right on, Trevor. I noticed you a long time ago, just like you're always posting bikes you always got stuff going on um which is rad as hell so trevor here on second hands moped podcast we go through people's moped journeys i.e the very first time they ever saw a moped to like the smile ride you know middle part and what it's like today so trevor let me ask you this was the very first memory you ever had of a moped not necessarily riding but like conceptually knowing that is a moped so I've actually been thinking about this for a while because I I was actually not sure, but I'd have to say probably around the year 2001, 2002 would probably be the first time I actually saw a moped. And I remember it was a Yamaha or a Yamaha QT50. And it was like that powder blue. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was this, it was this older kid riding it down the street. And I'm like, sitting on my front porch and I'm like, what is that? And I, uh, I had many bikes at the time and go-karts and, uh, he ended up stopping at my house and he was like, oh yeah, I just got this, uh, moped, uh, out of this older gentleman's garage. And, uh, me and my dad got it running like 10 minutes. He's like, it's sweet. I'm like, oh, cool. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I begged him to ride it and, uh, he would never let me ride it (laughs) (laughs) and I never got to ride it. (laughs) I don't blame him. Not one bit. I want to let a little kid like you ride it anyways. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have let me ride it either. If you saw some of my mini bikes in the handlebar, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to be on your stuff. Right on, right on. So, did you live in a city then, or were you kind of out in the rural area? So, I'm actually I I consider myself super lucky. So, where I live in Buffalo, I'm not in the city of Buffalo. I'm like ten minutes outside of the city, which puts me ten minutes outside of the country as well. So, like, mm-hmm. I can drive ten minutes one way and go hit back roads and, you know, wind out my bikes, or I can take, you know, a 10 minute ride the other way and go right into the heart of the city and just blast around the city. 
Dude, that's right. So that's kind of what, what I got going. I mean, a little more of a ride, but like kind of what I got going in uh, St. Paul and Minneapolis. And that's just fucking rad. Um, so you see this bike all the time. You're not able to ride it. Um, when's the first time, like, when did you finally acquire a moped and how did that all come about? Well, this is super funny because it actually loops right back to that same kid. Um, so it was actually, I remember it, it was mother's day of 2019. So this is just a few years ago. I'm really late in the game, uh, but don't worry, I'm hitting it hard. (laughs) Like, Hey, I probably didn't really get heavy into it until around the same time. So don't worry about it. It was, yeah, it was right when COVID was hitting. So yeah, it was mother's day. We're sitting down we're just about to eat dinner uh, and my phone goes off and I take a look at it and it was, uh. It was that kid I was talking about. His name was Zach. He's like, hey, man, I don't know if you remember me. He's like, I grew up on your parents' street. He's like, uh, my parents are cleaning out their garage. So at the same time of him having this QT50, he had this one. They kept calling it a puck, a puck. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. But he kept saying the motor was locked up. And he tried selling it to me for like $300. My dad was like, no way. I have no clue what this thing is. We're never going to find parts. No, you're not having it. Never. Never find parts for a puck ever. I was devastated. Yeah, right in 2001. You know, little little did I know. So uh, he's like, hey, my dad's got that moped. Um, If you have any interest in it, walk up the street. You can have it for free. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, sweet. I was like, okay, so, you know, we're eating dinner and I'm like, yo, I'm going to go grab this, you know, old moped. Like, okay, you know, whatever. And uh, at the time uh, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to try and get it running and just kind of tinker with it. It'll be funny if I can like show up on work, like instead of on my motorcycle, I show up on this and be like, oh yeah, I sold the motorcycle and bought one of these. Like, this is what I'm going to ride now. I'm like, everybody's going to find it hilarious. Um. So I end up walking up the street and uh, lo and behold, it's a 19, it turns out to be a 1978 Pook Maxi uh, S, uh, which was a two horsepower model. The top end was already ripped off and it was in a bag and uh, the bottom of the cylinder skirt was cracked off. Sounds about right. Sounds par. A mechanic tried doing some fixing. Yeah, yeah. So the block of wood was still there that they smashed the piston in with too, because it completely <laughs> shit. Like the piston was literally in a pile of pieces inside of a bag. They saved it for what reason? I have no idea. But they still had it. Scrapper's value, homie. On the Scrapper's value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. So, uh, so I end up getting this thing home, and uh, at first I'm just kind of, you know, evaluating it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take it apart, clean it, do the bare minimal to it, and just get it running. Mm-hmm until I got on the computer later that night and uh, I did a quick Google search of uh, I did hyper I've typed in, I remember high performance Pook moped. And oh, wow. that's uh, literally, awesome, dude. literally like the- my, my, my jaw dropped. I'm, I'm, I, I shit you not. My jaw dropped when I saw Pause. I want everybody like- to stop right now and look up <laughs> high performance Pook moped. I just want this to start trending. <laughs> Like literally, I, I, I literally was like, I, I called my girlfriend into the room. I'm like, yo, you're never going to believe this, but there is like an entire following. And she was like, no way. I'm like, listen, I'm like, this is like, just like motorcycles, just like cars. I go, babe, there is a group of people dedicated to fixing these and riding these. And I said, I'm going to be part of that people. <laughs> Did she leave so, you at this point? Or I'm just wondering. No, I'm oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so fortunate to say the least. My girlfriend is super supporting. Um, awesome, dude. That's rad. Like, I, I'm, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. That's rad. I just had to help, me, some t- she'll help me tinker on cars, you know, mess with the bikes. We're actually nice. we're in the process of building her a maxi right now. Uh, right so she on. can ride this year. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, but you start so looking, you up. Google it, you, you showed your girlfriend, like, yeah, dude. What what website, like, I'm interested now, like, where, what websites did you come up on? Did you tell me, tell me you did the same thing I did and found 77 mopeds and, like, you're ready to act- order from there? I actually want to say it might have been Denny's Cycles or 77 okay. Mopeds were one of the first ones I saw. It wasn't Treatland. I, I'm actually, man, I, <laughs> I don't know how, but I must have overlooked it. But I didn't find Treatland until like a week into heavy investigation into this and mm-hmm. really deciding like, okay, am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily I posted on my Facebook about this and uh, another kid loco was like, Hey, my brother is like super into these, like, let me get you guys, or let me get you in contact with him. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, sweet. And, uh, so he linked me with his brother, David. And, uh, this was, like I said, this is about a week later and he's telling me, Oh, there's this website treatland you can order parts from. And you know, this is where you want to get your parts. And I was like, okay. He's like, they got like everything. And I'm like, okay. He's like, look up like one of those engine bundles. So that's, that's what I did. And I ended up getting like the treats party Supreme. And, uh, I was like, Oh, it's got a read block. I'm like, yo, this must be the top of the top. It's almost $500. I'm like, this has to be the best there is out there. Exactly. I'm I'm going with that. I'm like, I'm going with that. It's going to be the fastest one around. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is happening. So at first I was real strict. I'm like, I'm only, I'm spending $500. That's it. Whatever I get for $500. That's it. Not spending no more. And I quickly realized that not, that was not possible. That is (laughs) not possible with the syndrome that I have when I take something apart and I'm like, I'm building it for myself. It's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be damn near perfect. The first time it it has to be how I want it. I'm not going to just throw it together with rusty wheels and old cables just to get it together to ride it. That's, that used to be me. That was ADHD kid me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm still that guy. I've learned oh, I fight it since every day, then. Jim. I literally yeah, fight I've, it every day. Yeah, yeah, I've learned since then. Like, good enough doesn't isn't good. It isn't. It really isn't. And uh, so I quickly realized that five hundred dollars is not enough. So I talked my girlfriend into raising the stakes up to it's going to be a thousand dollars. That's it. I'm not going to try and spend more. It's going to be a thousand dollars. I can definitely, definitely wrap the bike up for a thousand dollars. And this is and, a uh, rough bike too. I just want to stress that. Like, it's not okay. like you had a running bike either. It's no, like you no, had no, no, no. Cases? This is now already a pile of parts. In, yeah. in, in three hours, this is now an entire pile of parts. And I'm like, okay, the frame is okay. And these two rims are okay. And everything else in between is shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get one. Of Let me ask you this. How was the tank? Or didn't you really know to look at that point? So, I knew enough to look inside and I was like, okay, it's pretty rusty. Um, but I did, uh, take the pack cock off right away and like blow some stuff through it. And I got, <sighs> or wait, no. Okay. No. So I actually don't know the tank is bad at this point yet. So I, okay. I, I actually, I, I, I didn't even look at it yet. It, it's actually funny. It's not until I go to start putting the moped together when I flip it upside down mm-hmm. is when all the shit falls out of the tank. And I'm like, oh man. Uh, I might have a bigger issue now. And I yeah, had already yeah. owned a lot of the parts at this <laughs> yeah. point. And I was like, oh, man. And uh, then I look up online, you know, how are people cleaning these tanks out? And the first thing I see is uh, fish tank gravel. So get on the phone. I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, I need a handful of fish tank gravel from the basement. And he's like, okay. 
I don't want to know what it's for. Like, <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. I'm like, he's like, that is, it's such an odd request. We haven't touched a fish tank in like five, 10 years. Like it's sitting in the corner, a very odd request. Um, yeah. I was going to say like, I've never, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could have just ran to the store and buy it. I'm like, you know what? My dad's got some of that in the corner of his basement. I'm going to go get it. So nice. I end up getting some uh, gravel and uh, putting that in there. And uh, I learned really quickly that uh it's very hard to shake all the gravel out yep i was gonna say how'd that work out for you oh i was dizzy i was running water through it air i i remember i was down to like three pieces and uh i actually a friend had uh come up and was hanging out at the shop with me that night and he actually started shaking the tank and he got like two out and there was one left and uh it took us probably between the back and forth between the two of us probably 45 minutes to get the last piece of gravel out Dude, that's awesome. You got the so, last uh, piece. I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned my lesson on that. Um, but yeah, uh as this uh as this moped is going together, I'm learning quickly that I, I, I don't like the parts that I've bought. Okay. So now I'm like, hmm, I own these brand new parts. I do not like how it's going on this bike. I'm like, hmm, I need to order more. I'm like Okay. Now, what, now what, what are I, you not liking about the parts? Is it the fitment? Um, is it just the styling of it? it? It's more so the styling. It's not, it's not coming together how I thought it was. You okay. know, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't taking shape like how I originally wanted it to, I guess per se on like the seat that I had originally picked out. Um, at first I was going to leave the pedals and I, soon, I, I realized really quickly that I, I did not want pedals at all. Um, so yeah, I kept changing my mind on that. Um, and at first I was going to use the stock forks until I realized how flimsy they are. Yeah. And, uh, you can, you can literally bend them by stepping on like the lower leg and flexing them. And that's when I was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to try and do 50 miles an hour on these, uh, yeah, yeah. very unstable forks. So then bought EVR forks and, uh, before Did you go I knew springers it, I or like, hydros. I want springers. Um, I Dude, they're they're a and, good uh, upgrade for pooks. Like they they're... they are. They're not horrible. Um, and but I I don't weigh that much. So yeah. like I, I guess if I could see them being not so good for people, you know, weighing you know more than me. Um, I only weigh 150 pounds, so they do the trick with the yeah. fork brace on. When you take well, the fork brace off, you can feel dumb. how. Yeah, you know, like I I rode a poke once without a fork brace. I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Dumb. I will I say that shit. Did not know what happened to the stock bike I put together. I bolted the front wheel down, and I'm like, dude, the tire was not loose like that. Like, why is the tire loose like that? And it's because I had the front fender off. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe how much it depends on that front fender for a brace. Oh, yeah. It's actually and like uh, Hobbit's the same way, dude. Like those fenders are kind of flimsy at least the ears that come down the bolt on it's like but oh my god that stiffens everything up and yeah. i like fenders yeah, i don't care what anybody says like i like fenders because i don't want to be wet <laughs> you know it's yeah. everybody yeah but Every it's everybody's it preference dude it's like i'm not saying i'm right yeah, no, uh every time it rains, I'm like, damn, I wish I had a fender. Uh I'm actually working on trying to shorten up uh like a short mini bob front fender for uh the one green stunt bike behind me. Nice. And then for my daily rider, which is my Maxion, I'm actually getting ready to throw a set of uh front and rear fenders on that because yeah, I'm sick of getting covered in whatever it is, dirt, rocks. Yep. I got Michelin City Pros and it literally it'll grab whatever's on the road and throw it right in your face. So it yeah, definitely gets doesn't annoying. So you're not selling me on this no fender deal at all. Um no. No. 
but we'll mm-hmm. we'll rewind a little bit back to your bike you're putting together, my guy. Um, so you're not like in some fitment. Um, yeah. So uh, at first, I uh, left the lower end together because the crankshaft felt okay, and then I quickly realized that uh, I was going to need to replace the crankshaft. So that's when I actually finally broke the motor down and realized like, Oh, okay, this is the stock clutch. And then I saw the jammer clutch. So I'm like, okay, let's add the jammer clutch. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't want to leave the stock point. So I bought, you know, the adventure tree kit too. <clears throat> Sucks. Don't buy it. Um, <laughs> I find that out later down the road after struggling to uh, time it. But uh, so I end up adding more and more parts and a thousand dollars really quickly turns into $1,700 before yep. I I'm finally assembling the bike in its final form, which turned out to be E50, super stuffy crank, uh, jammer clutch, lightened welded bell, lightened starter plate, uh, treat reed kit, uh, to rail pipe, um, the high, high comp head, the adventure kit, uh, the Melosi four pedal reed block. Dude, good MLM, for you. You're fucking hitting VM20 this- intake and the mccooney vm20 yeah yeah like you are hitting it hard on your first build dude like that's so fucking rad yeah. like well oh, let man, me it, let me pause you for a second from there <laughs> you talked about having mini bikes and go-karts and stuff like that like i'm guessing you worked on a lot of shit growing up as a kid then like what was that well, like I, I would yeah so i'd always watch my dad kind of you know tinker with people's cars in the driveway and stuff like that and i would have to say i think when i was four or five, we had stopped over at one of my father's friend's house. Uh, it was actually a barn and we were cleaning it out and he found some of these mini bike frames and he's like, Oh, did, you know, would your son have any interest in these? And, uh, that's when I got my first mini bikes. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it was, it was all downhill after there, man. I've been, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I've been building mini bikes since I was like, I'd say probably six or seven years old is when I built my first actual mini bike that like ran and rode and moved. And uh, after that, it was like go-karts and mini bikes every single day. If I wasn't, you know, in school, yeah. I was like playing in the garage with these motors and stuff like that. Dude, that's so fucking rad. What's your mini bike of choice? Um, It was a Rupp Roadster, actually. Okay. Right on, dude. Um, no, dude. It's uh, yeah. So you, under, you, you come in in a unique situation where like, you know, I've heard the progression backwards. Like some people were into motorcycles and kind of fell into mopeds and now they're all into yeah. mopeds and like um you came in like with a wrench in your hand if you will unlike i threw him out there earlier new jake that kid never turned a wrench it shows sometimes but like he's right, still trying to right. willing to look he's he's willing to make his mistakes he's not willing to take any suggestions ever but like you Absolutely. understand how bikes should go together and that's rad but that can also get you $1,700 into a moped. It did. And, uh, well, I'm actually, I'll be honest. Uh, so I, you know, I get this whole bike together, super excited. My one buddy was kind of helping me here and there, you know, not with like in-depth stuff, but would give me a hand, you know, and keep me occupied when I'm up here trying to put this, you know, puzzle together. Uh, so we finally get it. We get it all together, you know, uh, for like two days, I'm like reading up on how to time it. And I'm like, okay, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to slap it together. Let's see what happens. So Send I slap it, it together. I'm running back and forth in here and I'm quickly, quickly regretting the whole no pedal thing. So I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I, so I take it out in the driveway and I'm running up and down the driveway at my shop and I'm like, man, why won't this thing start? So I'm messing with it, messing with it. Finally, I'm starting to get some sputters. So I turn the idle up a little bit. Finally, it fires up. I'm super excited. Go to rev it. It's boggy. I'm like, okay. So I run into the garage with it running. I got it idling. Because nobody ever has choke. a screwdriver with them when they start the bike for the first time. No, I'm never. Really it was sitting on my. Yeah, no, it was sitting on the toolbox. I'm like, damn, and you know, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the kickstand on yet. Yeah, so I couldn't even set the bike not. down and run back in. So you know, yeah. I have to run in with the bike to get the screwdriver. You know, so I'm sitting there trying to mess with the idle, and I'm trying to give it a little bit of gas, and just no matter what I do, it's bogging. But I mean, like, cutting the bike off almost bogging, and I'm like, mm -hmm. hmm. So I run the bike a couple times and I'm making slight adjustments to the air fuel ratio screw and nothing's helping. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So uh, I decide I'm going to turn the stator a little bit. So I turn the stator now, now the bike wouldn't fire. So I'm like, oh man, so I turn the stator back, get the bike to fire. It's bogging no matter what. So right away I jump on Google, you know, Pook Moped, Makuni BM20 bogging. Oh, try a different jet. It's it's too rich. It's too rich. So I down BM twenties as you and I want to interrupt you, but like BM twenties, I'm really convinced it doesn't matter what jet you throw in those fucking things. They're just gonna run, and that's what they are, dude. And not only that, they spit. They spit <laughs> actual gas. Like I'm talking, like a measurable amount will be on your leg by the time you are done. I promise you. No matter <laughs> how long you stay on your bike. Oh yeah, dude. So I'm down jetting in nothing's working so my whole bike is together it's uh, it's been like three or four days i'm trying everything i can to figure it out and i'm like man I, I i can't figure it out listen i've built motorcycle engines i've built car engines truck engines diesel engines yep this one horse or this one cylinder two-stroke engine is whooping my ass i'm like man yep. and it's stressing the you the fuck out too oh Jim, I can't sleep. I, I can't oh, yeah. sleep. You can ask my girlfriend. I can't fucking sleep. I'm staring at the computer screen till my retinas are burning. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck did I do wrong? You How don't know shit or wind so your watch, dude. I've been there. Yeah, right. yeah. Don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. I can't ask nobody because I don't really know anybody in the hobby yet. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to post. I don't even know about Lovers of Pook yet. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, finally, I post something on my Facebook. That same kid reaches out to me and is like, hey, my uh, brother said he would take a look at your moped. Nice. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, why don't you bring it up to Lockport to our shop, which is only about a 25, 30-minute ride. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, are you sure? I'm like, oh, I'll throw him something for his time, you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. He's like, oh, just bring it up here. Yeah. So uh, I end up, you know, setting up an arrangement a couple days later, and I bring it out there. As I get there, He's greeting me by running down the driveway with, I'll never forget it. It's a, it's his maxi end chopper and it's lowered and the frame has been, he cut the frame and raked the front end out. It's gorgeous. It's, it's, Who is this? It's what it's, uh, his name is David Voigt. Huh. I might have to find, I might he's have also, to find he's this also man. local. Okay. Uh, he's on, he's on, uh, he's on the group, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm like, man, that one's sweet. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so I'm like, wow, I feel like I brought my bike to the right place. I'm just pulling mm -hmm. down the driveway. I got the bike in the back of my Jeep. So, uh, you know, I jump out. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, nothing. This is my brother. Introduced me to his brother. He's like, uh, grab your bike. Let's uh, let's take a look at it. So we pulled the bike out, and he's taking a look at it. And he's looking at the CDI kit. And 
we start messing with the stator and before we even run the bike, you know, we didn't even run it. For, I, I no. should have ran it for him, but uh, I didn't run it for him. So uh, now the bike's not starting after we're making all these adjustments and stuff. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, it ran. So we put everything back to how I showed up. The bike started. I'm showing him the bog. He tweaks a couple things on the carb. No dice. Can't figure it out. I'm like, okay. So uh, he's like, why don't you leave it up here? Come back a different day. We'll take another look at it. So a couple days go by. You know, I get back out there. We, uh, we, as soon as I get there, he's like, uh, I was like, yo, uh, I just remembered when I was putting the motor together that there came a point where I remembered that the cases were upside down. And at this point, I had just installed the studs and put the piston and cylinder on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, he's like, uh, he's like, so what are you saying? I'm like, well, I kind of installed the cylinder backwards. Mm -hmm. I go, but I was being cheap and I didn't want to slide the cylinder back out of the, or I didn't want to slide the cylinder back off the piston. So I just took the studs out and I spun the cylinder. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yep. So I'm telling him this and I'm like, I'm like, yo, so I've been looking up, like, do you think it's possible that I like maybe had the piston in backwards? And he's like, ah, I don't know if it would run. And he goes, what kind of, All kit the run. you know, we're like, oh, it's a reed kit. And he's like, hmm. He's like, I don't know. He's like, it'd be really easy to tell. So we pull the spark plug and he's looking, he's like, I can't see an arrow. He's like, let's pull your exhaust port. So, or let's pull your exhaust pipe. He pulls the exhaust pipe. We're looking at it. He looks me dead in the eye and he goes, pull the top end back off. <laughs> Sure as shit, we pull the head off, pull the cylinder off, and yep. And now, let me ask you this. Pause, down. pause. Why? <laughs> what do you mean you were being cheap? You didn't want to cut another, you didn't want to buy another gasket, or you didn't realize you could cut gaskets, or? Well, it had taken me so long to compress the piston rings with my fingers and get them inside the cylinder that I was cheating because I didn't want to pull it back out and try and, you know, <sighs> possibly break a ring. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I dude, just like when you first get into mopeds it. and you're trying to put that cylinder on for the first time it's a pain in the ass now was, like i've had so many cylinders on and off that like it just oh, like man, yeah. boom yeah but no dude, i look I, at I that i look back at that i look back at that and i'm like wow that was so easily avoidable i go you know but you don't know until i just until did you it know. right the first way right and then uh that's not the only mistake i made uh so finally we, we so you made two mistakes okay i see i made no, i made two mistakes and he found both of them thank god so uh, we slap it back together and uh, while we're putting it together, we're kind of like rocking the back wheel and he notices it's like making this like kind of weird noise that it wasn't making when we were running it up and down the driveway. So he's like, oh, let's pull your clutch cover. I pulled the clutch cover. He's like, let's pull the clutch. He pulls the clutch out. He's looking at the jammer clutch. It all looks good. Pops the circlip off, pops the, goes to pop the clutch bell off. He goes, I already see what you did. I, uh, I had taken the smaller diameter spacer and i'd put it all the way in towards the crank and i'd put Mm -hmm. the larger diameter one so my clutch bell was spaced out wrong and it was actually uh the clutch was like hitting the starter plate and locking up that's a really common mistake absolutely and uh, i could definitely see how it could be you know easily missed you know when i was putting it back together for the first time i didn't even realize there were two different diameter uh washers Mm -hmm. at all But uh, so he ends up correcting those issues. And uh, like I said, the bike had barely ran. Um, and at, 
this point I had taken the car back off and I put the stock main jet that came in it, which I was like a 140. I want to say is a VM 20 stock main size. That's going to be a one uh, one or 180. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know yeah, my VM 20s. I don't run them anymore. You're but right. I know yes, I, you do. <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. It was a 180. I got like 180 with a 20 pilot jet. A 20 pilot. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. So uh, we, we get the whole bike back together. It's like 9.30. He, uh, he runs it down the driveway, pops the clutch. Boom, the thing fires right up. Revs it, it revs. Where I'm jumping for joy. I'm yeah, dude, you're fucking excited. Cheering. We're all cheering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, I, people I don't even know are at the shop are like cheering for us. I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah, super dude. stoked. I'm super stoked. I'm watching my bike, you know, be started by somebody else. That with, without them, I wouldn't have figured it out nearly as fast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, for them, I thank them for that. Uh, but I, yes, we got it running and, uh, I was like, oh my God, sweet. And he's like, yo, we got this little lot right next door to our shop. He's like, let's go over there. We're going to break your motor in for you so you can ride it. And I was like yep. ecstatic. And, uh, so we end up starting to do the break-in cycle. And, uh, I remember it ended up getting super late and I had to get out of there. So we, we ended up not even finishing breaking it in that night. I had to go back to finish breaking it in the next day. What's your uh, breaking cycle? I had cycle? to wait to ride it. Um, so he actually did it for the first one. And I want to say it was like a minute of quarter blips uh, until the cylinder was hot and then shut down, let it cool for like 10, 15 minutes, then half throttle blips until it got warm and then shut it down, let it cool for 10, 15 minutes. And then three quarter, shut it down, let it cool for 30 minutes. And then uh, full th throttle blips until it gets hot, shut it down, let it cool completely, which however long it takes till the cylinder's completely cold to the touch. And then after that, you're good for the first rip. Right. And that is like my first rip would be, I would consider that like a 10 minute ride of at first easing into it. And then yep. like the last one minute of the ride, I'll kind of, I'll kind of try to keep the, the revs up like medium to high to let the rings kind of seat in a little better before I'm about to shut the bike off. Right on. So you got that bike going, um, you're jumping for joy. Um, what was that first, like actual, what was that first actual ride like on it? Oh man. So that the first actual ride, uh, like I said, it was the next night and it was yep. like nine o'clock again, by the time we finished the braking cycle and they look at each other and they're like, uh, yo, do you got a helmet? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, I do. In the back of my Jeep, he's like, uh, go get your helmet. And I'm like, why? He's like, we're all going for a ride. I'm like, no way. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. You know, like all giddy and stuff. So I, Oh yeah, it dude. It's fucking rad as shit. Uh, dude, I run and grab my helmet. I come in, they each fire up a pen. They're like, you ready? I'm like, oh, I'm ready. And uh, I remember we, we went blasting through the village of Ling, uh, Lockport. Yeah, the village of Lockport at like 930. And uh, I remember we were on this back road and like he's waving for me to like wind it out a little bit. We had only been riding for like a couple minutes. And uh, I remember I didn't, uh, it was really dark and my speedometer wasn't lit up. No. I don't know how fast I felt, but I'll tell you, it felt like a hundred to me. It does, that. dude. And, that, I, and I remember. There's something stupid about these bikes, dude. The power to weight ratio is like unlike anything else. Uh, my last big bike before going to a moped was a, a Kawasaki ZX-10R. Uh, it was stretched six inches, lowered, power commander, piped. I mean, this it had the works. And yeah. uh, 
I prefer my moped tenfold to uh, the full size motorcycle now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you had, and your I first, remember you had your first ride. Yeah. First ride. And uh, that was honestly, that was probably, that was probably the smile ride at the same exact time. Because I, mm-hmm. I when I got off the bike, I didn't stop smiling for probably two days straight. And That's... I left my bike out there again after that. <laughs> so it's not even like I had it to ride. It was sitting in the shop. And, you know, I kind of just met these people at first. So I kind of like felt like I was like, oh, I don't want to like leave it there. And like, you know, I don't know. I don't want it to be in the way of their stuff. And he's like reassuring me like, dude, don't worry. Like we got other mopeds here. Like you're totally good, you know, and uh, I'm so glad I'm I'm so glad I met these people. Yeah, just just super great. It's uh, three brothers, Kenny, David and Pat. And they're just they're all great dudes. Super great dudes. Right on, right on, dude. Um, That's fucking so you got that bike, you let it sit there. How long, like how much riding did you start doing then? And this is 2019 oh, man, I, you're saying or 2020? This is, this, no, this is 2019. Jim, I went and got that bike, brought it back. And uh, before the speedometer stopped working, which was the 80 mile an hour speedometer off treats, I'd put mm-hmm. like 800 and something miles on it in three weeks. I kid you not, man. Yep. I, I, I couldn't get off of it. I yep. couldn't get off of it. Uh, it didn't matter where we were going. My girlfriend was following in the car. It didn't matter. I was riding the bike. <laughs> Dude, we were, that's, I was taking the bike anywhere. My first um, real moped season, um, I put 5,000 miles on my bike. Yeah, that's fucking easy wow. to do. Like, wow, yeah. I thought I did a lot last year, but wow, 5,000, that's that's seriously impressive. Well, like, dude, I was like, I mean, I was. you think about it, and you you're probably up there, dude, if you're rolling like – 800 miles in three weeks like okay you got six oh, yeah. months of riding I, I, season you're probably doing a thousand right. miles a month like it's not oh, if yeah. you're a rider like you are or like you got ryan or nick from the cranks like nick kind of broke it down on a podcast like and then i was talking to a buddy of mine he's like dude you easily did five thousand miles this year and i'm like okay yeah it makes sense like because I mean, my speedometer because- broke too yeah, so I use this one uh, app on my phone a lot, uh, this speedometer app, just to like log miles and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. actually, last weekend it was super nice out, and in two days I did ninety six miles on my Gila Maxi N. So, Dude, so I do rad. see how I do see how fast like miles rack up. I just don't really think about it like that, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah. more for me, just like the smiles, the joy of it. Oh yeah, dude, and it doesn't matter if I'm in a group of people are um by myself dude it's fucking mopeds oh it's yeah rad. oh it's just i'm i'm just as content either way um yep. which is yeah it's a blessing <laughs> so you had your mat you got you had your maxi you're having the smile right you're f- ripping all over um how long till you get your next bike then my guy are you already so, looking or so it- well, so it's funny. So like my next like three actually all found me. So at, at this point now I'm posting my maxi a lot on my Facebook page and I'm telling all my friends like, yo man, I got this vintage moped. I restored it. I'm riding it. Like it's super fun, you know, kind of looking for more stuff like that. And, uh, these people reached out to me on Facebook. They're like, Hey, uh, you know, my grandson told me you're looking for a poop moped. Like I got one in the basement. So I actually had that you know, same story kind of happened to me two or three times in a row right <laughs> after I finished that green bike. So I ended up getting like five kook maxis all within like a 30 day span of just jumping into the hobby. And I'm like, okay, like I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going full force. This is, 
this is what I'm doing. When I do something, I'm either 120% in or I'm not in it at all. Oh, I can't identify and that's that just at all. How I am. Not at all, dude. Yeah, mm. dude. It's, mm. <laughs> and like people say, like, and I get some shit from some people, like, oh, I've got this, or I, you know, I, I have this. I'm like, that's cool, dude. I'm real fucking happy yeah. just doing mopeds. I mean, I got a thing or two else. Me like, too. But dude, fucking mopeds are rad, and it, like they make me happy. And shit that makes me happy, I'm gonna do a lot of. Hey, you know, the cool thing is I feel the exact same way about mopeds and, you know, maybe a lot of things in my life before this, you know, you get a lot of hate and stuff. And this is like one of the first things where like, I I could care less if anybody had anything to say about this, nothing would ever persuade the way I feel, how the, how these make me feel. I I could care less if somebody understands or not. And these, these little uh, kids toys bring me tremendous amounts of joy and happiness. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're up in Buffalo and like, God damn, that damn <sighs> bad joke with me and a bunch of friends. Um, <laughs> but you're up in Buffalo and you got that, those three brothers, which is hilarious to me. Cause there's the three brothers, there's the moped brothers out of Michigan. Um, yeah. like you got, who else are you? guys riding together or is there any type of organized rides going on or like and this is 2019 are you in the moped army i mean like have you like how are you absorbing content or how are you getting into like the moped scene if you will in 2019 or now 2019 like other than those two brothers because like because the world didn't shut down till 2020 and that's kind of where i'm wondering where you're at yeah yeah so this is actually this is kind of messed up so like i said we had ridden once in the lockport so we're like okay i live in buff i lived in buffalo and they left all their bikes you know like i said in lockport a couple towns away so i brought my bike back to the city uh closer to my apartment so i could ride around there ride to work finally after like a month or two months of trying to get together with these uh brothers again to ride you know, uh, two of them bring mopeds to the city to ride. So we meet up, man, we had just started riding. We had only been riding for 10 minutes. We made it like down Seneca street, which is route 16. And, uh, we maybe barely made it into the city and my buddies, uh, nostalgia, uh, soft seized. So we pull over, it cools for a second. He gets it fired back up. He looks at us. He's like, dude, you guys might as well just go without me. Like it's going to seize in a second. We get another couple of minutes down the road. It seizes up again. He's like, yeah, it looks like my night's done. So I was like, man, this, you know, this is a super big bummer. And uh, so his brother was like, hey, I'm going to go grab the Jeep. You know, I'll wait here, you know, with Dave and uh, you can come back and grab the moped. And then me and you will go ride into the city after. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. So he, uh, this is the first time riding with them, you know, after the first ride, technically. Yeah. Uh, other than this, I'm riding by myself and, uh, he left to go get the Jeep. And, uh, unfortunately that night he, uh, he didn't make it back. Oh, uh, dude. He, uh, he ended up getting hit by a car. We're not sure, you know, a hundred percent sure how, thank God he's okay now. But, uh, that night, yeah, he wasn't so good. He ended up getting hit and, you know, we sat down in the city for like an hour until we're like, listen, something's not right. Like he's not answering. He's not back with the Jeep. He's only 20 minutes away. Like, you know, and, uh, we didn't know it, but while we're sitting down there, we had heard some sirens go off and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately that's probably when 
when he again hit and uh, the person that called it in didn't even like stick around, you know, they just called it in and said, yeah, there's a kid laying in the middle of the road, you know, Oh my God. Uh, looks like, looks like he'd fallen off his bike. So he, thank God he's okay now, but that was my first ride with him back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was very, very sobering skinny, experience. Like, it. It, yeah, yeah. It, it really was. It really was. And especially being so new into riding and stuff, like my parents and my girlfriend are like, you know, be extra careful. You mm-hmm. know, you know, this kind of stuff happens all the time. And I always wear a helmet, you know, I don't, I don't mess around like that, but anything could happen, you know, helmet saved my life, dude. There, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I remember ever since I was a kid, my dad, it doesn't matter if you're going down the driveway or down the street, put that helmet on. He'd just never yep. know. Yeah, you exactly. Uh, you and thank never... God he had a helmet on as well. Helmet saved his life. It cracked all the way down the back, but it 100% saved his life. How's he doing today? Is he made a full? He actually, yes, he has made a full recovery. And it's okay. funny because I just saw him posted the other day. He's back out on his moped and I'm definitely going to have to get together. We're going to definitely have to do a redemption ride because we have not ridden since that day. Yeah, dude. Like this is that weird addiction that you just can't get rid of. Um, like most yeah. addictions. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, I know that too. Yeah. Um, so you had that ride with those guys, which is a bu- big time bummer and it's a good thing. Everything oh, yeah. turned out in, in the end. Um, what else did in, in 2019, were you able to get out or like kind of see, or are you following stuff on Moped Army? Did you get tempted to go to any rallies at that point? Have you been to any rallies? So at this point, I would say this is probably, my bike had probably been together for four or five months. Um, I had found Moped Army and uh, I had made a post on it. Didn't get much feedback. Uh, to be quite honest, I found the form like rather harder to you know find information you know like after Mm -hmm. really digging for it i'm talking i would search it and i would come up with a lot of yeah it could be this it could be that but i feel like i can never find any yes this is what it is this is what you need to do yes that's gonna work so uh i i really i like still to this day i don't really use moped army all that much Mm -hmm. no i Um, i hear you on that dude like it's really from my usage of it is like a finding people to harass to be on the show or people reaching <laughs> out to me to be on the show or like yeah. rally calendar. Um, I don't use it a lot for the tech forms. I probably should try to exercise that option a little more, but like I don't, sure. I mean. Yeah, no. Uh, like I said, I, I, I had made a few posts and, mm-hmm. and after that I kind of haven't really been back. I mean, maybe a few times I've looked at a few things there, but 2019, no, I actually, it was funny because, uh, I was like, I would always joke to myself and tell my girlfriend, like, man, I picked the, you know, the worst year ever to start this hobby because nothing's going on. Yeah. You know, everybody is, everybody is tiptoeing and everybody's, you know, quarantined. I'm like, man, like this stinks. Like nobody was really doing anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah. so, so I, I, I was locked down, you know, I couldn't, there wasn't really any rallies near me to go to. And, uh, yeah, I, unfortunately I haven't actually made it to a rally yet, but I am planning on going to the Nashville rally. So right on, and that dude. will be my first, that'll be my first rally ever. So that's going to be a lot of people's like first to second rallies. Um, and dude, I'm, like I said earlier, I think it's going to be a pretty big deal. There's like 10, 15 people from Minnesota coming. Like, 
I'm going to take off. Right I'll probably just, I'm kind of a solo. I kind of do my own thing a lot of the time anyway. So like I'll take off Thursday um, after work and drive down. Uh, I'm kind of bummed out. Uh, some of the Upjet guys aren't going to be there now because uh, Memorial for a Fallen guy is, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, so you haven't you haven't been able to um, do much uh, group stuff other than that one time, which is a bummer. And like Buffalo is like I never I never think of that as a, any type of moped mecca by any means i think they've had some clubs throughout the past but really i uh i'll have to read up into that more yeah yeah Yeah. it's actually funny because uh i ride uh i ride like quite frequently and there's like it's it's nice riding out here i'll I'll say that like i said you have the luxury to either go through the city or if you're out near my shop we can you know hit the back roads and you can hit some hills and some you know some long straights so there is good riding out here um, but yeah, unfortunately there's not many people. So I usually find myself riding with, you know, I have a couple of friends that have like a Honda, Honda Elite, you know, a lot of Groms and then uh, a lot of dirt bikes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, dude. But yeah, I those, mean, and those... I don't discriminate against anybody who I ride with. Cause like, I'm not that cool. Like some people are like, Oh, I don't ride with scooter people. Okay. That's cool. Like, yeah, I don't care. Fine. Like I'll, I, I'll, I'll bust you know in what? on if scooter rides cool. dude, with my Hobbit and fucking piss off all the old guys. Cause it's so loud. Yeah. See, I don't have the luxury to be like, yeah, I'll ride with that person and not that person. I'm going to ride with anybody that wants to ride with me. I, I, I could care less if you're on a dirt bike, uh, a crotch rocket, whatever. If you want to chill and you want to come ride, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you something. I blanked it. Oh, so you got those three bikes from different, uh, you got those three other bikes. Um, yeah. What have you done? What did you start doing the lows? Did you kind of go all out like the first one or did you kind of go a little more mild? So I did go a little bit more mild. Um, actually, right as I got those maxis, this kid called me and was like, Hey, I got this moped sitting in my garage, you know, uh, come get it. You can have it. And when I got there, it turned out to be a poof Magnum with a ZA 50. <laughs> so, so I'm freaking out and I'm like, you know what? I can't be that guy. I was like, you know, I just got to let you know, man. I go, this thing's worth a couple bucks. I go, I go, this is, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this. And I probably shouldn't. I go, but this is the moped that I've been dying to get since I, have gotten into mofads. I go, it's the top tank. Like this is the desirable model. It's got a mm-hmm. ZA 52 speed. I was like, it's probably worth a couple bucks. He's like, cool. So do you want it? Cause if not, I'm throwing it away. I was oh, like, well, yeah, but what I'm trying to say is it's worth a couple bucks. He's like, cool. So you're going to take it or am I throwing it in the trash? I'm like, okay, <laughs> so you're okay, like okay, trying okay, to essentially it. pay him some money for I, it. I'm and... trying to give him some sort of something for it, Jim. You know, I know it's worth a couple bucks. I'm like, dude, it's all there. You know, yeah. I'm like, Hmm. So he ends up giving me that, and uh, it turns out to be a brand new Lincoln welder that has like a nine horsepower gas Kohler motor from like 1991 that's never been ran. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like dude. completely brand new. Like, same thing, gave it to me. I'm like, dude, like, that's probably worth like, you know, a couple hundred bucks at the very least. He's like, yeah, yeah. take it. He's like, I'm throwing it away. I don't want to deal with it. I'm like, okay, yeah, you got it, man. Dude. Um, yeah. So I end up getting that poop Magnum and uh, I end up taking the motor off the Magnum and I slapped it on one of the silver, silver maxis that I got. And uh, that one, I end up ordering an aerosol 70 kit for. Um, 
and I kitted it and it didn't really run right. And I'm like, I did the same thing. I put a VM 20 on it, you know, piston port didn't really run right. So I was like, okay. So I pulled it off and I pulled the kit. And when I pulled the kit and I'm looking at the kit, I had realized that the skirt was cracked. So I'm not hundred percent sure if they sold it to me and it got shipped and the skirt got cracked or if it cracked for me installing it improperly, um, which I don't see how it could cause it slid right in. But yeah, that was my second experience right away. So I was like, Oh, I already broke like $170 part. So I'm like, Ooh, I definitely need to start being like more careful about this. Cause I kind of had, you know, when I got the second kit, I was kind of more like, Oh, I've already done this once. Like I know yep. what to do, even though I had installed the first one upside down, I had somehow think I'd mastered it by the second. Oh, one, you're an expert. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was already expert. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> which I quickly found out that I was not. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, I started diving back into my first bike and like kind of porting the first one. Oh yeah. Um, because I got linked up with, uh, my buddy Hagen who lives in Germany and he actually races these, uh, and they're cross bikes. They, they do like 12 hour races on them. Dude, that's so awesome. So it's like, yeah, it's like 80% pook or, or it's like a pook frame and a pook motor. Everything else is like dirt bike, like the swing arm and the forks and the wheels. So it's like, it's damn near like a dirt bike. Like I love it. I'm actually, uh, in the process of, uh, buying a uh, blown up KTM dirt bike right now to do the same thing and switch it all. Dude, that's uh, right. But I end up linking with him. Same thing. I posted a question. Um, at this point I do know what lovers of pook is. Um, and I did join and start posting, I would say right around this time. And, uh, he was one of the ones to answer something for me. And I'd ask him, you know, can I ask you more questions, you know, like in a PM? And he's like, sure. Yeah. And uh, since then, we talk just about every single day. And uh, he's he's a really good friend now. And it's it's quite awesome. Uh, Dude, it's rad shared. the people you meet because of the stupid little hobby. And you go to you go to some rallies and you reach out a little bit more, dude. Like, it's Dude, that's it's the pretty... craziest part. I've never even been to a rally yet. And I actually yeah. have like four or five moped friends that like we talk damn near daily. Like. Yep. I feel like I've known him for years. You know what I mean? Like one of those deals. Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems that I would say 80% of everybody I've encountered so far has welcomed me with open arms or been like super nice and given me like useful info and kind of not been a dick. There's been a couple of dickheads here and there, but you're going to have that, you know, with anything, but yeah, I mean, that's life people, dude. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Take the cake for me for sure. <laughs> I've met so many rad people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like people, I mean, I've done a good job of pissing a few people off here and there just the way I am. But like, yeah, dude, for the most part, everybody's really cool in mopeds. And like, I was just, <laughs> I threw an idea out to a friend today. Cause I'm, I was just kind of looking for something to do Memorial weekend. I'm like, what about this ride? And then he went to his moped club and like, they're kind of disgusted it. And I'm, it's like, okay, I guess I'm going there now. And I don't want to throw it out there. Like, <laughs> But right, it's just right. like, dude, fucking rad. Like, I just being able to suggest things and, like, all of a sudden shit starts happening, dude. It makes me fucking happy. That's like, nice. It yeah. is. that. See, that's very nice. I wish I didn't have to travel so far. To, to oh, try I'm traveling people, for but, this, uh, dude. Don't worry. Like, I'll yeah. fucking, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll be driving. <laughs> but, like, I like to drive. Like, I like to get out. And, me like, too. Oh, me it's too. A, it's a I meditation thing for me, dude. It's Absolutely. And I finally figured out Absolutely. the beautiful thing about the uh, I pass. Oh my god, I'll never or the easy pass. Yeah, 
the easy pass. Oh, absolutely. You got to have one of those. Yeah. I found no, that out when I went out and got those goddamn grand peas. God damn. It. Oh yeah. I was, pay- yeah. Oh, my, I was getting my ass kicked on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I know them tolls get expensive. Like, oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure Lee was fucking thrilled about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude. So you got, you got that ZA, you got that. Some people are probably like rolling over. Like, why'd you pull the ZA off the freaking? I know. I know. I dude, did. Guess I what? Did hey, guess what? It's your fucking backlash, bike. You but... can do whatever you want. With right. Ex- exactly. Exactly. That's the way I looked at it. And, uh, yeah. So at that point, um, man, it, it, I don't, I'm trying to remember. They just start accumulating. Like I said, people were just reaching out to me and we're like, Hey, like I have these, if you're interested, come take a look. And, you know, I, I was scooping up whole complete maxis for 75 to a hundred bucks, you everybody know, just a year or two right ago. Now, That's great. I, everybody I does. It. Every time I say it, 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 and you know what, they still pop up. And a yep. lot of times I'll be at work and Jim, I have like 48 bikes right now. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't pick, I can't, I can't pick up anymore. I can't, I can't do it. And you know no. what? I, 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 one popped up today for like 200 and I messaged the guy. I was like, Hey, do you have this? He's like, well, I got a couple of you know, other people interested. I'm like, okay, okay. Definitely give them first dibs. But like, if you, if you definitely need it gone today, I could potentially come pick it up. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you know, like flipping that in there. Oh man, I just can't pass. I can't pass a good deal up. I but really the thing can't. about it is, like, and I hear you. I'm there with you. I'm there. But <laughs> after like ten bikes, it's just, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I've I passed on a lot of bikes lately because it's just like, because yeah, I mean, I've got I went my I mean, some of them are parts bikes, some are this, some are that, but just like. I don't want to move these things because I've got my garage. I don't want to move them in and out. It's kind of a pain in the ass. I've got yeah. six, seven bikes in there now. It kind of sucks because I got them all in one part and then I got my stands. But yeah, dude. Right. But yeah, no. You got so the I'm, space, I'm, dude. I'm, rock and roll. Fucking get a hundred. No, bikes. I, I do. <laughs> I do have the space. But the reason I have the space is because I have you know a personal shop, which is where we are right now. Yeah. I have a storage unit that I pay for that is literally filled with complete bikes. It's actually funny. My girlfriend plans on bringing this uh, stand there in the next day or two. And she asked me for the key today and she's going to figure out when she gets there, that it is physically impossible to put the stand in there. And I'm debating <sighs> if I should let her go through and figure it out herself or no, if I tell fill her, her in on this. From a divorced man, this, tell her. Listen, tell her she she'll she'll find it kind of funny but i jokingly told her when she said something i'm like oh good luck like it's full and she's like well it better not be and i'm like whoa it is but <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not sure if she understands that it really is full but yeah no i'm gonna have to end up telling her she's not getting that stand in there so i do hear you on the whole there comes a point where you kind of want to move some and uh, I do have a couple that I have listed for sale, um, which are ones that I've like gone through and put new seals in the motor. Basically, just like get them running, get them running and moving yep. enough that somebody who doesn't know this hobby, at least they can get on it and ride on it. And they can if they decide to, you know, want to investigate more. Yep. Then they can, you know, modify and upgrade them from there. But yeah, I've actually I've sold a couple bikes, but nothing, nothing major. You know? Let me ask you, is it all pooks you have or is it like, no. Okay. No. I was going to say like, so if you it, have 50 fucking pooks, dude, I'd be like, 
Shut the fuck up and start unloading stuff because, like, you're then an asshole. Because, like, some people give Andy from the Zeros craps. Like, he's got 50 bikes. A, he doesn't have 50 bikes. But B, all the bikes are different. Like, that's one thing I'll say, like, about Andy. Like, him, between him, Megan, like, that couple, like, all their bikes, it's not like they have seven motorbikes that are all the same. No, they're all different. So, like, all different. Yeah. So, so a lot of them are pook i will say that and and to be honest they were supposed to all be pook i was doing the strict okay i'm only keeping the pooks everything <laughs> else can go that's the only brand i'm messing with and then I, I i i i eventually realized like okay i do like you know honda hobbits i do like um you know other bikes i'm trying to think of other stuff i have i have some nopeds too which yeah. uh you know whatever we can classify those as whatever but they're actually super fun yeah but well, I, I maybe, mostly maybe you've kind of ran with into this. Like, you get bored of working on the same bike. So I do and I don't because unfortunately, I've dove so far deep down this pook rabbit hole that yeah. uh, um, I'm I've been having some specialty parts shipped in from Germany. Dude, of course um, you did. So I'm throwing together a little a little something that you know. Ho- Hopefully it'll be uh it'll be together soon, but yeah, it should be it should be pretty quick. Yeah, dude, so fucking maybe, rock and roll. Maybe give a couple of guys uh, uh some runs for their money. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, well, I I'm determined what I'm bringing in Nashville. If I'm gonna bring something that get, gets gas mileage, or if I'm gonna bring something that gets twenty miles of the tank. I mean, it's probably that twenty mile. I'm also in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I don't really know the terrain down there, so I kind of. And and I'm driving my Subaru, so whatever I'm bringing, I can only bring one bike in my back seat, and then you know some spare. Don't parts you have a truck, luggage rack? Uh, I actually don't because I have a Legacy GT Spec B. There's no luggage rack on it. No, no, no. no. Like, do you have a receiver hitch? I don't. Put a receiver hitch on I, that I, my guy. I did. So so you know what? I did just search for that yesterday, and I found it. And I want to say you can get the whole kit for like 180 or 190. I yeah. was going to do that and then buy one of those, uh, you know, they stick in the hitch and it holds the bike. I forget what you call it. Like, you yeah, know, like just, a bike hauler. Yeah, it's just a luggage. It's, that's what I call a luggage rack or a tote or whatever. Like, okay. I'll say like, like okay, okay. I just got a, I got one that I paid 50 bucks for from a kid in Minneapolis that I borrowed. And finally, I just bought uh-huh. it. Like, I, I did a few things to stiffen it up. But, like, yeah, dude, 50 bucks, you throw that on the back of your. You throw that on the back of your uh, Subaru. Fuck, I, I put so many. Yeah, I want to because I really don't want. I I didn't want to put the bike in my car, but I also just put a new motor in my car. So like, if I drive to Nashville, like that's definitely the car that I'm going to take. Like opposed to like, I have like the Chevy Equinox that we've like run into the ground, but there's no way I'm trusting it for the whole trip. Like it's just not <laughs> happening. It's not oh. happening. It has the space and it makes sense, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, those receiver hitches are nothing to put on a on a Subaru. Like, yeah. And then you get the yeah, uh, If you got any questions, like it's it's pretty damn easy to do it all. And then you get the adapter. Yeah, it's it's super simple. Yeah. Like the tail light adapter, I know. I think I've put those in. Like the U-Haul, it's like a little black box that you splice into the back light. I no, think. I'm just saying like there's the inch and an eighth to two inch adapter because oh, those totes. okay, for the carrier. For the carrier because all those carriers are on a two inch uh, receiver. But, okay, you know, you put that put that on. Or you, Ryan 
from the cranks showed me this little hack last year instead of putting your uh carrier in that two inch receiver uh-huh. you'll weld your carrier to the top of that two inch receiver and then it gets it up a little higher and then you still okay. stick that two inch receiver in the in the actual receiver of the car and okay because yeah, that, that's what i had to do with my volkswagen because otherwise it would sit too low Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. My car yeah. sits kind of low to the ground as it is. Yep. So I'll, I can definitely uh, use. Remind the, me, I'll send help. you a picture of what I did. It's not that. It's not that difficult of a hack. Okay. I um, can. I can weld. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded confident. So. I can weld. <laughs> <laughs> I can weld. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I can stick some shit together because I'm not a welder by any means. I have a decent yeah. welder and I can stick shit together, but I'm not a welder by any means. They're not pretty. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, right. just like anything else, dudes, practice, practice, practice. So it sounds like you're really excited for, uh, Nashville and all that. Um, I'm super excited. Just want to yeah. get out there and meet some people, have some fun. I'm ready to, I'm sick of being cooped up. I'm ready to play with the mopeds, man. I know yeah. everybody else is too. And it'll be really weird. Like this is kind of my experience. The first time going to a rally, like I didn't know anybody, like I knew a couple people who I went down it was a Kansas City, uh, it was a Spicy Boys rally. And, like, uh-huh. I didn't know anybody. So, like, don't be intimidated by and this. And I'm not trying to be Papa Jim here coming from the mountaintop. Like, I'm just showing my <laughs> experience. And I know Jason's talked about it a lot. Um, but don't feel bad if you see these weird clicks of people, like, only talking to each other. Because, like, a lot of people on the national scene haven't seen each other for two years. I mean, some of us have. Like, I will right. fucking be excited to see Justin Conan from Smog or, like, uh-huh. you know, some of, like Frankie and Justin from the Rebels. Like, I'll be elated. And then some other people here and there. Um, yeah. And I'll probably just be quiet and by myself a lot of the time because I absorb the awesomeness that's going. And, like, I'm so excited to see the Dagger Boys. Like, Sean is the fucking a funny funny cat in his own way i mean it's all paul the dance dude it's gonna be rad i'm gonna get some right i expect some snacks from john sd like because he's a snack carrier <laughs> yeah no i actually uh i actually got kind of lucky because uh about a i'd say probably two months ago uh i drove into ohio and al martinez drove up to me and he actually sold me a derby senda okay. and uh a pooks free spirit and at the same time kind of told me about the nashville uh rally so uh hopefully i can get together with him when i uh drive down there well dude so i can't maybe encourage at least you know a few people i encourage you all to maybe give moped army another try you don't necessarily need to post on the forums but like look at that rally calendar calendar dude how far are you from philly not yeah, like six hours. I actually went to Rail Day there, which is actually, you know, it's a it's a rally, but for dirt bikes and quads. Yeah, because Legion's doing their rally there. Um, how far are you from Lancaster? Lancaster, PA. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure how far. Yeah, I would probably say maybe three or four hours. Yeah, so Wizards are having a rally either. in June, dude. Like June third, fourth, like. Get back on. Yeah, give that's, it a chance. that's pretty close. Yeah. 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 After you said rally calendar, I'm not going to lie. I made a little note to to check Moped Army for the rally calendar. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't, don't, like, I've got 
see, I'm still in my basement, and I keep on thinking I'm going to move upstairs. You know what? And let me take a second for everybody here who's giving me shit about my prison walls. You know what? I'm not seeing anybody offering to send me shit to hang on my walls. I will take... Okay, I'll send you some shit. Dude, d- people, DM me. I will hang stuff on the walls. If you want to send okay. a pizza or anything to my house, I will give you my address. You know, I'm not Absolutely. afraid to take sl- slight bribes like that either. I'm huge fan of free. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are but, we all? Yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> that's a – I mean, if you want – if it sounds like you're excited to be a part of the community, but, like, you got you to gotta be in the community. It's that – whole running joke right. like are you in the lake or are you out of the lake sure sure absolutely no i understand that yeah no i, I i'll definitely give it another try i guess it's more so like i said i was more discouraged about the whole navigating the site and not finding what i needed and i was kind of like man i could get by without it that's yeah. kind of the thought that i had at the time you know it's not like oh i'm dead against it no not nothing like that at all no and i totally get and honestly dude like some people find a lot of great resources in the forums and it's kind of that whole like diagnosing a car over the phone. Like, sure. I don't even try to respond to anybody's Honda questions because, like, dude, I don't know. Like, just right. Like, right. If I didn't put it together, if I'm not I, there, how am I? Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but like, I don't know what's going on. It could be one of a thousand things, dude. You could have like right. a broken clutch spring. I don't know. Like. You could have a bad rear variator. Like, I don't know. Like, and that's why I try not to give that type of advice. Like, Too much advice. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If somebody's going to ask me, like, hey, how are how is this kit and how is this pipe? Like, I'll give them an honest answer. Like, oh, yeah, yeah they rip, you know? Uh, it, it, but when it comes to, oh, what jet do I need? And it's like, dude, I, I have no idea, man. <laughs> I'm not your guy to ask. Yeah. And, You're like, have to I'll, figure that out. every once in a while, I will ask a dumb jet question, but, like, I'll ask that to people in the <laughs> South. Like, hey, how right. humid is it there right now? Because I'm coming in a couple weeks. What do you got in? I'll ask, like, yeah. a very select one to two people what they're running. Right. But that's um, smart because, you know, you're planning ahead. It's not like you're clueless. Yeah. It's like, hey, I want to be prepared so I don't seize my shit when I come down to party with you. Yeah. And if you're running VM20s, homie, you're good. They'll fucking run. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, man, I, I actually, I have none left. I actually, I'm a VM18. I, I actually run all Polini CP, and I have one Makuni TM24 now. Dude, how are those CPs straighten you? Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a cheat code. I'm just letting all y'all know right now, those cars, the CP21 and CP19 is literally a cheat code. Yeah. They're that, so easy to set up. They damn near jet themselves. I literally laugh, but yeah. Because uh-huh. all you good. do is keep like, going down. Out of the to- box. Yep yeah i'm actually a really big fan don't be afraid for your girlfriend's bike try the 17.5 i have it i actually that's funny you said that i just bought one yeah (laughs) i literally just got it because i I put it on my hobbit that i've been trying to leave stock and try and mess around and i'm pretty sure it's got a bad seal because after 40 seconds no matter what i do it like just kind of bogs out and loses power and, I'm pretty sure it's got a bad seal or something like that, but yeah, I did just buy a seventeen five. Yeah, yeah. Um, just do a spray down test with brake cleaner. You'll find out real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people don't like that, but like, 
that's going to show major air leaks. Um, right, right. No, absolutely. I've been meaning to do it. Well, I've been, I went back and forth. Uh, obviously, um, if you can't see, I've bought, you know, a couple crank pipes. <laughs> Ryan's you know, awesome guy, two, dude. Yeah. Or five or six. Oh, he's a great guy. He's literally great. Um, as far as, you know, producing parts for the community, I mean, hats off to him. You know, there's yeah. no, there's no comparison, the quality, uh, yep. he, he undercharges. He literally does not charge. Enough, I tell him but, that uh, every time we talk. Well, so do I. I, I tell him that as I'm paying him for the parts I'm buying, I'm like, man, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, but, uh, anyways, I did buy, uh, a pipe and a DO intake for the Hobbit build. So yes, I do plan on going full bore with the Hobbit. What are you, um, what's your Hobbit setup you're going after like for cylinder? Uh, uh, hopefully metric kit, metric kit, DO intake, uh, cranks pipe, HPI mini. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was going to top tank it as well. Ah, ah, yeah. But, but, but only for fuel storage. I just, I, cause I want to, no, I'm fucking with you, dude. Like, you do bar, you don't worry about it. Bar. Like, what year, what year Hobbit is it? 80, 80 or 81. What color? Uh, it was yellow, but it's now powder blue because somebody before he painted it. Okay. Uh, I was going to say if they, if it was an 83 and they fucked with that paint, like I'll, I'll stab them. No, I oh, swear I to know. God. Oh, that's the, that's, that's the black and red one, right? Yep. That's the one right oh, those there. Look so good. Yeah. That's the, so good. Yes. Yes. That one right there. <laughs> yeah. That one is got to go that. all the way favorite. through. I pulled it out of a barn falling over, uh, oh my last gosh. spring. You saved her. Pretty much like it was, and the tank is super clean too. Um, really, which surprised the it shit out happens. of me. And I'm not too up. I'm not upset that the turn signals aren't there because I'm not a fan of the turn signals. But whatever, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't. You know, I'm not a whole fan of the whole turn signals either. I, I yeah. use hand signals when I ride, so yep. I'm not. I'm not worried about the turn signals being there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I was going to ask you a few more questions, but A, I'm getting tired. B, we've been, I always try to make the show at least an hour. And like, dude, I love your passion. It is awesome. Like, and I, again, I'm not trying to sound like a pompous asshole when I say that. Cause like, we've literally been in, I might have six months on you. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Really? So like, don't like, I, I mean, I, it's really weird. Cause I was talking to Koi Pond about this. Um, I had two hobbits and they're up north of my family's cabin in like around 03, 05. Like I rode them all the time. Then they just sat up there and then my mom sold that cabin and they ended up at my house and they, they sat in my garage for a year and a half and I did nothing with them. So like, and it was like a 10 year span in between. And like Koi Pond was kind of the same thing. Like he had two hobbits, didn't do anything, didn't uh-huh. do anything with mopeds for like 10 years and got into it full, full on dude, which is really weird. I, I found, cause I've never heard of anybody kind of doing that, but you know, yeah, yeah, whatever cool. dude, <laughs> mopeds, it's all, the journey is so rad, dude. It's, it is, it really is. And I'm early on and I'm, I'm very excited just because, yeah you know the the joy they bring me basically <laughs> yeah don't well don't be afraid to turn them loose like and like sell them local dude that's how you build a scene right there 
So I have, I've been trying to get more people involved and, you know, a lot more people have been reaching out to me. So I'm lucky. So my Maxi on is actually in the showroom at my work right now, like right in the front door. So usually people walk in to come get their car fixed and they're like, wow, what is that? And is that for sale? Like every time I have to walk up and I'm like, oh, that's my moped. I build them. But no, that one is not for sale. That is my baby. (laughs) What do you do for work, my guy? Uh, I build automatic transmissions and uh, I work on like drive lines. So basically any major car or truck, right on. Uh, you know, motor engines, whatever. Awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's uh, so you're probably like me, you work all day, you come home and work all night. Like literally. I, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I jokingly yep. tell people all the time, like I work on mopeds at work because the machines they're old and they break all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm lucky like that. My boss is super cool. So when I got downtime at work, you don't mind. I mess around with my stuff. I play with the cylinders. I drum those cylinders out on my box. Like he's real cool. I'm actually restoring uh, one for him as well. So uh, yeah, I got that little project going on too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's rad. Um, I can't think enough. I will chit chat a little bit after the show, but I think we we'll can get wrapping it up here. Um, don't forget everybody yeah, like absolutely. listen subscribe go on itunes um spotify and wherever you see five star ratings that does help me it makes me feel a little good um thank you everybody <laughs> for watching the youtube show don't be afraid to email me at secondchancemoped at gmail.com dm me if you want my address so you can send me shit or food or anything you <laughs> care to d- want to send um yes <laughs> and uh jesus christ travis uh i was gonna say um i i want yeah travis right it's not trevor 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 god damn it this is the second week in a row i feel like an asshole trevor (laughs) i owe you a beer if you drink beer like i'll i'll buy you one yeah dude i'll buy you one like that's my asshole move god damn it (laughs) you're good nah dude that's rude of me but whatever i'll admit when i fuck up uh and don't forget Mopeds are dumb. Yes, mopeds are dumb. Thanks, my guy. See you later. Bye. Thank you. Later.